The following is a Gutterball's special presentation. Here we are. Here we are. What is this? What is this? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I don't know. What? What are we doing? We're on volume seven of Scar's Guardians of the Galaxy on a podcast I'm, I'm more meant about, like what are, hmm. about the Big Lebowski. Oh, oh, you know what? That clears it up. Thank you. That's perfect. Yeah. That actually answers all my questions. Okay, good. The Kingdom of Punt. Is that where we are right <laughs> no, now? Is no, that what but, that, that noise is? That like, you know, it's kind of like air, like breeze, wind blowing, like blowing through trees. Is that what that is? Is that the kingdom of punt? Yes. Thank God, because I so was a little some, scared. So you have some. So you have some air air blow sounds. Do I? Do you? Well, yeah. Sometimes it's not really okay. that interesting. I don't really care. It's more okay. like the piano player that's been going crazy this week, Brad. Oh yeah, fucking crazy. Someone's like, been been hitting the keys, tingling like, the dingling. They've been tingling the dingling so hard. I can't take it. Like, is this like when you're asleep or? No, no, everyone's there. It's not just me because if it was just me, I'd be like, fine, I'm finally going fucking insane. Like, the, I broke finally. You know, I'm ready for that. Yeah. That would it be happens fine. happens to us all at some point. On a long enough timeline, everybody breaks. But the other people in my house hear it too. They're like, oh, holy shit, what is that? Like, I get them involved, and they're, like, listening by, like, air vents. They're up in attics. They're in basements. We're trying to find it. It's only so you hear kitchen. this piano, like, out. Like, it's kind of, like, it's kind of, like, distant. It's like kind it's of. Like, it's coming through the vents. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. It's kind of distant, okay. as if it's coming through the vents. But we have conducted extensive scientific, very scientific, the best scientific experiments by putting ears next to the vents and nope definitely not there it's only when you're standing in the kitchen you can just hear it kind of muffled in the distance it's like as if you it's have in another room a crumpled up piece of tin foil and it's fallen like somewhere right it's like behind your refrigerator or something no but no it's it's, it's it's much more melodic than that no no, no, no it no, sounds no. like I, a okay i'm no, sorry go ahead no no i'm saying that piece of tin foil is picking up the signals and amplifying them. Like it's just, it's just, it's crumpled in just the right way. Yeah, I know like what you mean. When the classic music on NPR has like a piano part, some of the high notes are just the right frequency that it kind of like vaguely comes through. Yeah, I know what kinda you mean. Kind of like I'm imagining the sound like um, if you took like a a, a needle. Like any kind of really sharp little piece of metal and like taped it to a piece of construction paper and, and turned it into a cone and then scraped that along a record. Brad, listen. Weird I've... sounds would come out of it. Have you ever, did you ever do that as Brad, a kid? shut the fuck up. I was the king of making construction paper speaker cones with a little like sewing needle taped to the end of it and playing my records along with it and it didn't sound fucked up it just sounded a little tinny and old like you could get some perfectly pure tones out of that yeah but it still but you, sounded but you, you like really tinny control. and old yeah that's all it just was tinnier there was no bass to it that's all right it's all and, about and that bass as you know very well i do know that yeah 
And like, you know, well, well, I guess part of my problem was also the speed at which you would do that. Well, of course, controlling the speed is the thing. But, Satan moves through our voices. Backwards satanic messages. Backwards! Anyway. Then gum you like is going to come back in style. <laughs> that's pretty that's good. Great. Like we have it memorized. Like, not just like yes, that's that. That was perfect. Well, that don't forget, perfect. I did a movie where I had to talk backwards the whole time. Yeah. So I practiced yeah. this shit a lot. Yeah, it's weird the way that stuff works. I you. There was one particular word that when you pronounce it backwards. It, it just sounds nothing like you would think pronouncing a word backwards would sound. Right, because you're not just it? doing, like, it's not like you're just reversing the letters. You have to reverse the sounds. Yeah, the sounds, the emphasis, you know, all of it. So it changes it profoundly. Uh, what was it? Fuck. Uh, oh, oh, I, I, I remember the phrase. I remember the phrase. It was so simple. It was, excuse me? Now... You know what? If if we were any good at this, Brad, we would do a couple of tests here. You would say it, I would say it, and then we would run it backwards to see if we got it. And it sounded the same, like at least intelligible backwards as it does mm-hmm. forwards. The phrase is, excuse me? To say the phrase, excuse me, backwards, so that right. it sounds intelligible once you reverse it as excuse me, you need to say, Seems weeks. <laughs> so two words, seems weeks, right? Seems weeks. Somehow that, now I could be wrong, we're going to do this test, but seems weeks turns into excuse me, which where's the yeah. you sound, you know? Seems weeks. There's no seems, seems, see the you happens in between, like accidentally. You don't right. even have to try to pronounce it. It's crazy. Okay, so I'm going to say it. And then, and then you say it. Okay. Right? Ready? All right. I'll go first. Seems weeks. Seems weeks. All right. We'll see who wins. Who won? We don't know because we're not time travelers. We're gonna go yet. edit it later. Yeah. Well, I mean, so when you do that, right? I mean, you say it front ways, and then you listen to it backwards, right? Well, absolutely. And then you try you to just repeat try to, like, that. in your head do it. Yeah, you just Fuck try to no. repeat the sounds. Right. That's yeah. how I started trying to do it, and it's like, this sounds stupid. It's not even close. Right. But such I a mean, revelation. Led like, Zeppelin and Styx probably know a lot about this with all that backmasking they did. JY still rails about it to this day. About how much trouble it was? Or that uh, it was, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? What's the main stick? The big stick? Kurluski. John Kurluski. No, the 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 front man. Oh, John no Kurluski. Anymore. Oh, Tommy Shaw. <laughs> Grim. Dennis. Come on, seriously. Did you say Dennis DeYoung? Right, right. Seriously, right, right. you don't know Dennis DeYoung? I God just couldn't draw a blank. Dennis DeYoung. Yeah, Dennis DeYoung put him up to it, and that's what he rails against. No. No, not that. Just that the state of California accused them of backward satanic messaging. Yeah. He will still do that when he plays like uh, um, Snowblind, for God's sakes. That our friend right. Chris, you might know well, him, his name is Chris, said that uh, the United States government was blaring at Noriega to try to like 
force him from his home because he yeah. just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I do remember that when they were using the loud music. But I guess they uh, used treatment sticks? on him, and he was like, "It must have been Snowblind." I'm like, "No, nah, Snowblind's okay." And I said it must have been music time, but it probably right. wasn't. It was probably heavy metal poisoning, if I'm going to be honest. It could have been anything, really. I, I, I think the, the music is secondary to just the fact, like, the, the volume, volume and, and repetitiveness. They just have to put yeah. any, kind of, any kind of, like, raw material in there. I mean, it could have just been, like, Mr. Roboto. It was a top 40 hit at the time. Hey, Not it could it have been. necessarily annoying. It could have been Sailing by Christopher Cross, you know? Long enough timeline, that shit's going to suck. But I think it was something probably heavier because the surrounding, it was like Judas Priest and, I don't know, it wasn't Rat, but it was something else, like, quote unquote, heavy metal, I guess, for the time. Quiet Riot. It wasn't that, but sure, exactly like that. And, uh, yeah, so maybe like Eddie from Cornerstone. Eddie, now don't you run. You know, singing along. You know you're a bootlegged son, and it's all just what they don't. Come on. To your brother. Right? Three coins and a fountain. And a fountain. Each one. Singing happiness. Thrown by three separate. No? Uh, Flintstones. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Make the Flintstones. So, yeah, back masking. It is kind of crazy. Backwards satanic messaging. The extent to which that was, like, taken seriously. So stupid. And, uh, like, the D&D thing was going on at the same time. It's one thing for it to be, like, kind of like an urban legend or, like, you know, I don't know, even, like, weird, you know, like, yes, there's always the weird... Like media trying to like lead you astray, right? Like with some kind of weird conspiracy theory. Like you know, there's always the oh proof that aliens landed. You know, on this VHS tape, 1995. Sure, right. Sell at the department store. Oh, moms, you have to buy this. Learn the truth about what your kids are listening to. They're going up to their room listening to it backwards to get receive messages from Satan. But when it gets to the point that like. State legislatures are, like, looking into it. You know when the shitbag politicians are into it and not just the shitbag journalists, no offense to anybody who might listen or be on the show, then then it's real. Well, and I'm not even talking about journalism, right? Like, when I'm talking about... That's what I'm saying. The journalists will just latch on to anything for a good story. But once the shitbag politicians get into it... Then it just shit seems, just got real, yeah. and it's like, yeah. why? For God's sakes, why? Really? What yeah, your kids are I really- think, again, oh. you know, to bring up the orange man in the White House that we're currently dealing with, he is like, yes, he's kind of the epitome of that in a way. So can I we just I'm say, sensitive. can we just say creamsicle from now on? Yeah, I like that creamsicle. Orange That'd man, be awesome White House. If that was his, uh, like, Secret Service. Hey, code name. Creamsicles on the loose. (laughs) Yeah, creamsicles on the move. Looking for a well done steak. Yeah, Cheeto. Intervention, intervention. But the Cheeto's just orange. The creamsicle, creamsicle embodies both. Yeah. Uh, You got to cover the the anyway. But yes, except cold. Now we have it's one. He's as cold as ice. Doesn't give a shit about anything. He's cold. Yeah. He's orange. Works in a lot of ways. Has a big stick shoved up him. Up his ass. Up his lily white ass. 
Uh, He seems better than he actually is upon implementation. Um, Yeah, good. All right, moving on. Backward satanic messaging, backmasking. This is what your kids are listening to. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Sticks? But now, your like, kids the, aren't oh. listening to sticks if they're cool. You know, if they're fucking nerds, <laughs> right. they're listening to sticks. Right. They're <laughs> listening to art rock from the previous decade. Jesus Christ. That's on its last legs right now. Now, they just I, turned themselves into laughing stock by making a <laughs> conceptual rock opera about robots. <laughs> I, I give my mommy a lot of shout outs on this show. You might know her. Her name's Christine. But. I don't give my daddy a lot of shout outs. His name's Christopher. And, you know, Christopher is a devout Christian. We grew up in a very conservative Christian home, went to a Christian school, went to church one to three times per week. Um, You know, it went through phases of, you know, maybe we can't watch the James Bond movie because it might be a little too secular and risque. Right. Violence was never really a problem. Like, I got a copy of Die Hard for Christmas, so that was fine. You know, no big deal there. There's only brief tits. But, you know, James Bond seducing women, there might be some tits. We had to fast forward through the three-titted woman, Melina, in Total Recall, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Violence, fine. Tits, not so fine. Melina was not the three-titted woman, okay? Oh, which one was the three-titted woman? I don't know if her character had a name or not. All right, we'll just call her Hey, Hey, Hey. We'll call yes. her that. How about that? Right. Um, but I got to give him credit because when all the backward satanic messaging shit came out in like the mid to late 80s or whenever, that's when me and my brother, you might know him, his name's David, were listening to Sticks. Like that was our jam. Sticks and Queen, the two are two jams. We weren't yet into Farner or Supertramp. You know, it's simpler times. We were into Sticks and Queen. Mostly Sticks. All of a sudden, Mr. Ultra-Conservative, almost evangelical Christian father figure is like, oh, shit, there's backwards satanic messaging in this Sticks song? Now, meanwhile, I didn't really have them, but my brother David had them. All these albums and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad took it upon himself to like not confiscate them, but get them and like listen to all of them, you know, to like have a little pass of like, shh, make sure it's OK. It's like right. some extreme vetting of your music. Yes. He listened to everything we had and he's like, you know what? That's stupid. What they're saying is fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was nice. Like, thank you. Thank you, daddy. You. Confirmed my coolness for listening to Sticks. No, but like really, <laughs> like ultra conservative evangelical dude doesn't even have a problem with their fucking music. Just because well, it's kind of lame doesn't make it bad. Like right. evil. Did, well, but did he listen to it forwards and backwards? I don't know if he had the technology to Noctology. do technology. It would be something to kind of. Uh, I mean, it's not like there was a little shed where he made us suffer. Only right. sometimes if we were getting the coal or if we need to get a switch to our hides, but not all the time. Right. Like, I would just try to imagine your father or really anyone being like, okay, there's only eight Sticks albums here, about 40 to 50 minutes each. Just going to listen to each one of them backwards. <laughs> it's just a good, solid, you know, eight hours of listening to backwards music. Just see if I can hear anything. See, you know? make sure there's nothing bad in there. Yeah. I would hope that he would have taken mushrooms first. I know. That, real, oh, that would have helped. 
Imagine what you could hear then, Dad. So take mushrooms. Yeah. Before listening. That to might the fucking sticks. kill me. Well, I'm going to try that sometime. <laughs> well, we got to find somebody who has some mushrooms. I mean, then we'll do it. Yeah. I mean, do you think portobellos are okay? Or should I just stick with the white button? I think you have tops? to roast the portobellos really till they're really dark. You know. Right. Well done. Well done, portobellas, with a little, like, I think you got to go crazy and put a little cumin on them. Mm, yeah, it cumin. seems weird. Yeah, cumin. So we have a revisit. Oh, do we? From episode 50, I believe. Are we starting the, we're starting the show. Yeah, we'll start the show now. Okay. And three, two, two one. one. Beep. Beep. Okay. All right. Welcome to Scars Guardians of the Galaxy, a Gutterball special presentation. How you doing, Brad? Pretty good. How you doing, Adam? Up. Uh, okay. I'm doing fine. Prefer Seth, Seth, but fine. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Good. Good. We got to revisit. We got to revisit. Great let's just start it right show. away. Are you just getting yeah, right into it? it. Go. Uh, let's revisit. Uh, we, we, Boy, so you're not fucking new, around. We have a new listener out there. Do we? That's been working her way through the apps. Just the only way she knows how. Yeah. And we have a... Uh, Pete's all you ever saw. <laughs> Been in trouble. Uh, can't stop doing it once I do it. Uh, there was... This anyway. Is born? I'm still not sure about this. Okay. All right. All right. What aren't you sure about? That we have a new listener? Do you think it's a joke? No, I think we do. But... Uh, this actually makes me a little nervous. We got some feedback from episode 50. Oh, God. Because we had a mystery in that episode. Oh, shit. Because if you remember, there was the dude, the limo driver doing his stand-up routine. Um, yes. Uh, fuck. What's his name? He's from Philadelphia. Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera, right. He's from Philly. Yeah. You know? Hey, yo, I'm from Philly. That kind of thing. And he was talking about busting my agates. Oh, busting my agates, right. We never really knew what that word was. Right. Busting my and agates. It's like, how do you spell it? Right. Who knows? And I think we might have mentioned, you know, agate, you know, episode 50 was quite a while ago. It was like four years ago. <laughs> this is episode 138. Oh, my God. And as you know, some, we haven't been all that consistent at times. What do you mean so, by that? So, yeah, in terms of our uh, weekly schedule. We've taken a hiatus or two or five. But, you know, it's good. We got to stay fresh. All right. Agates. But the agates. I do remember this. We talked about agates. Didn't we find something? Right. Well, I think, you know, if you Google agate, they talk about like a a mineral, like a crypto crystalline variety of silica. Yeah, I think that's what I just said, but. Maybe not exactly word for word. Right. Something like that, though. And we got a, a, a message here from our new listener, Ange. The nice thing about gutter balls, Brad, is that we are not like, we're not non-chronosynclastic infundibule. And what I mean by that is we're out of time. By out of time, I don't mean that we don't have any more time left. I mean that we're not beholden to time. Right. No. We are like Kazakh. Kazak, Kazak, who? Uh, the um, the space dog, <laughs> the hound of space. The space dog. Chronosynclastic infundibulum. We're not beholden to any sort of like 
chronological order of events. Yes? Yes? No, yes? definitely not. Definitely not. So episode 50, episode 2, episode 136. It's, it's all, all the, the same, same to us. us. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So Rat-a-da-tat. And so correction, this was actually episode 49. Oh, shit. Okay. But Ange mentioned difference. she even listened to the revisits on 50 to see if we came back to it. But little she's, did she know, she's a good woman. This, she's a good woman and thorough. In, yes, but she, not thorough enough because we do address this in the revisits of episode 138, which you're listening to right now. That's right. Don't challenge us. But we're not and, beholden and, and, and to time. The, and in this revisit right now, we'll mention that Ange says she was raised in the antique circuit. There's an antique circuit? Apparently. And there are children being raised in said circuit. And in this circuit, she many times has heard of marbles referred to as agates. Agates? Agates. A-G-A-T-E-S. Agates. Yes. Not agates. 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 Guten talk. Agates. 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 Marbles. Marbles, because like, marbles... Like on a shelf in some dusty store, there's a little felt bag with a drawstring made out of, like, rawhide at the top that you can close it off, and inside are some fucking marbles? Like that kind of thing? I think you just described agates. How else do you buy marbles Not except to mention, in that context? they're in a little sack. They're in a sack. More than two, usually. I think well, you'd feel ripped off if there were only two in there. I guess that is true. Agates. Well, I guess they're made from this same, um, you know, this crypto silica, whatever, crypto crystalline variety of silica, because it has those those crazy like wavy forms that were in there and stuff, right? Marbles are made from that. Marbles, agates are made from agate. Hence, you could call a marble an agate. You could say agates, and they're marbles. So he was talking, yes. I mean, I, we got the idea, even in the episode, that he's talking about his testicles in the familiar vernacular sense. Right. But we just had no idea what the, like, the etymology of that was. Right. But in essence, he's talking about his marbles, huh. his eggs, his boys, his balls, his dingles. <laughs> um, you know, the things that you fucking it feels good and you don't care. Right. Exactly. Shit. Well, you know, if we weren't out of time, that might be surprising. But since time has no meaning to us, that's just really cool. It's not confounding. It's just really cool. It's not confounding that it took four years. It's just cool. Nice catch. Nice catch, Ange. Welcome that's to why... the Gutterballs crew. That's right. You're now a gutter freak. Yep. That's why we want everybody to, like, correct us. Not that we're wrong that often, or we ever speak out of our proverbial asses, but when we do, you know, throw us a bone. What's the big deal? Let us know. Get, get immortalized. Immortalized. You can be Might out of be time. Mentioned. You can be out of time just like us. You know what? We so, so speaking of gutter freaks. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I've, I'm, I have crossed a major milestone in putting together... The uh, special delivery for this the gutter is... freaks out there that found the uh, Easter egg and responded accordingly. So the gutter freaks that 
may have wanted you to lay it on them, so to speak, or yes, they've done it. Not that time matters to you and I, which is sort of a nice catch-all to deflect any criticism due to our laziness or untimeliness, but that was a while ago. (laughs) Yes, but we're out of time, so we have perfect excuse. We're out of time. But, you know, part of the thing is I wanted to make this... Special? Special. I've been working on it, and like I said, I've crossed a milestone. And after crossing this milestone, I'm going to say... They're probably going to be shipped out in two weeks from when this episode gets released. Did you ever watch? I'm sorry. So it's a long time to wait, but it's coming. And not to us, though. We have one, two, three, four, five, six. Six six gutter freaks are out there waiting for a package. They're going to get it. Okay. Um, All right. Why don't you send one to me? That are wandering the earth. Why don't you send one to me, too, so I can be like the canary in the coal mine. Well, if I get one, then I'll know it actually happens. Well, okay, fine. I kinda, I've sent you some uh, fucking scones. You're actually in the Twice. sixth. You're the okay. sixth one. You're the sixth man, actually. Well, that's I, I have the list here of people to send six. It's really just five plus you. That's actually really depressing. So, yeah, I'm already that, planning to s- s- send one out here. That reduces the count of people who actually listen to that episode by like 16 percent 16 and two-thirds percent or one-third percent or some shit but yeah but if you're listening now and you missed it just keep listening maybe uh, you know in a couple episodes or something we'll run another opportunity to get some special stuff there's gonna be plenty of opportunity yeah oh i like to uh you know, for for you hardcore gutter freaks out there, I wanna I wanna keep uh, you know treating you guys right. I wanna you know send you some stuff, get you on the the inside, if you will, on the poop train. Yeah, the poop train. That's poop train. Listen, Roderick on the line stole super. They didn't steal it, but they said it, and they're more popular, so they stole it. I guess. Right. Even right. though you've had super trains since what? What year? Ninety five? Ninety four? Probably. Oh, was it that late? Ninety seven no. or ninety eight? Yeah. It was before I knew you. I don't think so. I think really it was in it was in one two three High Street is where the super train was invented. Mm, well, all right, ninety seven, ninety eight. Then just been one of the most classic unveilings of super train. Maybe. And I have it. My memory's messed up. I'm pretty sure it was during the one, two, three High Street days. I mean, that's when I knew about it. But I just figured it predated me by even longer than that. But I mean, you know, we had T-shirts in the year 2000. We made up T-shirts that had Super Train written on them in the year 2000. Right, and yeah. then what? Um, Eleven years later, Roderick on the line has a cult following. Whose like secret call sign is a T-shirt that says Super Train on it? Yeah, it that's that's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Now Super Train. Now Super Train. I know that's not a name anybody where I come from would self-apply. Right, but I mean there was a a show in 1979 called Super Train, which I, I think is where Roderick got. It. I've never listened to Roderick on the line. I've listened to it. There was no reference to the show from 1979. Okay, so maybe not. Because I, I, I've since Super Train, I've taken an interest in this whole, like, okay, why why is Super Train a thing? Like, am right. I in the Matrix? And right. this is, well, like, these weird coincidences is, like, someone on the outside trying to warn me. 
And really, it's just like Lynch says, you're in the stew, and right. things come bubbling up. You're all in the same stew, and sometimes you catch the right. same little meaty bits. Yeah, exactly. Like having to, like you had to, you know, ride, you know, on that bus for an hour to your school every morning. Oh, God. Oh, and you'd, Jesus. And you'd imagine you had a little bicycle out there, like attached with a rod, and have to go up and down and over everything. That's how you entertained yourself for hours on end every week. That was fucked up, Brad. And then one day you turn on Netflix and it's like, look, here's someone looking out a bus window with a bicycle. We're going up and down. Imagine like a it's like, oh, OK, I guess we are in the fucking Matrix then. Brad. OK, so we're transitioning now and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. How did you discover that show and that? first 27 seconds of that show. well i had seen like this show referenced online like i think i saw a trailer ads for it and i was just sitting on the couch and then where had you like, seen uh, ads for it i i like i had no idea about this show i don't know there's ad there are just ads for it i don't know i think like where you know like 4chan no like you know the verge i don't know i'm cruising around to those places i never Paid saw an ad pixel. for this shit Wait, I feel did you like say paid a, Did you say Peta Peta? Pixel? I didn't say Peta. Peta Pixel. Is this like an Adidas situation? Adidas. Adidas? Adidas. 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 Yes, Adidas. it's an Adidas situation. Is this a Nike? Like, here's the other thing, Brad. I don't want to derail. I, I, we need to get back on topic, but... Roderick on the line, most recent one, they were talking about pronunciations, specifically shoe pronunciations. Well, they're just. They mentioned up. Adidas, but they didn't say the word Adidas. They did say Nike and Nike. What the fuck? Well, that's, that's definitely out there in the stew, though. Of course it is, but right now? Well, we just connected to that. That's in the stew right now. Okay. All right. I don't Maybe. Know. But John Whipple, a- sorry, Joss Whedon. In uh, The Secession, The Secession? No, Deja Vu, sorry, different movie. Deja Vu, Joss Whedon takes off his shoe, like in Get Smart, where the shoe's a phone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dee doo dee doo dee on the bottom of it. And he's like, hey, number four, five, activate, code 632, alpha, beta, two. And he's like, these new Nike Airs are the best. And then he puts his shoe back on. And I was like, Joss... You're such a fucking asshole. Why do you say Nike? These new Nike Airs? Like, you just gotta be different for no fucking reason? Nike Airs? It's fucking Nike, dude. Anyway. How is it really pronounced? Nike! Like, that's how, if you went to the CEO and, he, and you were like, what's the name of your company? He would say Nike. Phil Knight? Yeah, that's what he'd say. Okay. Here, let's, so I do here, remember, let's look at it. I do remember when, like, saying Nike seemed very in. It seemed cool. And it was probably around the same time when you made that movie. Phil Knight, yeah, but, but Joss like, Whedon you, didn't know the CEO's name at that point. Pronounces Nike. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Fascinating radio. Uh, here. That's why we cut it out. No, I can't decipher these weird slashes. Yeah, I can. Yeah, that never works. Usually there's like a YouTube thing that'll be like, how do you pronounce? Right, like so-and-so says, you know? Yeah. Um, Nikkei? Nikkei. It's probably, it's like sake, bokeh, Nikkei. It's probably Nikkei, honestly. Yeah. Right? Well, if it, well, according to pronunciation book, 
the Nikkei. on YouTube. If we can cover, if, if they know, it's Nike. Who's that that you're going by? Pronunciation book on YouTube. How to pronounce horse ebooks. Um. So, what the hell uh, are we talking about? The bicycle, right? Yeah, I saw the. I just bicycle. knew of this uh, this series on Netflix. It's called Abstract. All right, I really want to get into design. this. I really want to get into this. So okay. let's rewind to the beginning. All right. How did you discover this fucking show? You saw some ads on The Verge? I might have even seen a, like, story on The Verge about it. About the bicycle? No, no, no. Just about the Netflix series. Didn't mention a bicycle. Okay, okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> right, I'm very bicycle-focused right now. <laughs> right, right, Jesus. Right. Okay, right. And I got to like, oh. zoom out. And I was like, I, I made kind of a mental note. Like, oh, that's something that I might want to check out. And last night, I'm like, my bloated corpse is on the couch, unmoving, <laughs> more or less. You're so harsh to yourself. You shouldn't be that like, way. You honestly shouldn't I? be that way. Come on. You do things. Yeah. You shouldn't refer to yourself that way. You're a good man. But I was, uh, you know, Netflix. I'd actually just finished. I was just trying to be something. nice right then. It didn't feel too good. I'm going to stop it. Okay. Bottom line is, I just randomly turned it on Netflix last night. What's the name of the show? Abstract. I think it's called The Art of Design. Yes, that's it. Abstract The Something of Design. I was like. Design. I went to bed early last night. I was in bed, lights <laughs> out, dee doo. The phone is like, psh. I'm usually not in bed that early. It's like, ah, all right, I'll look. And you had texted me, like, go, <laughs> go watch the first 30 seconds of the first episode of Abstract The Art of Design on Netflix. And I was like, if it would have been even remotely less specific, right. I wouldn't have done it. And then I would have forgotten about it, and I just wouldn't have done it. But it was so fucking specific. Like, it was only a 30-second commitment. I got the TV right there in the bedroom. I just turn it on and go, yep. I mean, it's maybe a minute-long commitment because I got to turn it on. Right. I got to search, like, A, doot, B, doot, 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 doot. Yes, you know. Yeah. Maybe a minute-long commitment, and then it the fucking thing came on, and I was like, holy God. <laughs> he's even he's even moving the camera, like, right. farther away and closer, so it's, like, sort of moving around the obstruction. But you can't go, like, it's not going forward and backward. It's almost as if it's locked in by some invisible, like, metal tube, you know, but you right. can, it, which can be pulled in or out. Kind of like foosball. You can pull them in or out, but you can't move them forward. Right. I'm like, what the f fuck is this? It, but what's funny to me is like, see, I have that picture in my head. And like when the route we would take to school was way more woodsy. Like we weren't going mm -hmm. through cities. We were on highways with like woods on the edge. But and I was a little like not quite as stick figurey. But almost like a little right. more real, like a little more detail, not right. real, but a little more detail. It was more like a, I'm imagining, I bet, was it more like a, like an eight bit Nintendo yes, bike? Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. 
Exactly. And maybe a little bit glowy, you know, because the pixels would bleed mm-hmm. out into the neighboring pixels. Right. Exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. But like so close, so close. And obviously not just black and white, but yes, yeah, so close to that. I'm just surprised that like you saw that and the first thing that fucking hit your fucking brain is like, holy shit, man on a bike attached to a tube next to a bus. <laughs> like, how? That's the first thing you thought when you turned that shit on, man on a bike attached to a tube attached to a bus? I I remembered it. I don't know. I was just like, Adam has described this to me in the past. Man on a bike attached to a tube attached to a bus? Yeah. And how you'd have to move it to yeah. avoid the obstacles. Kind of Although, like but like kind of like if it's in a two dimensional plane. Right. Although I did have like a certain amount of force fieldness, like if the shit really went south. You could like kick in the force field and just bust your way through. I had like thirty seconds total of force field over a probably forty minute drive. Okay. So it's not a you really gotta be like conservative with your force field. Right. I would keep like a like in the back of my mind I'd keep it like a little life like bar it would go down each time I used it, like, oh shit, I'm using too much of this. Like if there was a just a building, like a concrete building that like was too tall, maybe it was two or three stories that you went by, which mm-hmm. there weren't too many, but like oh shit, like if you took the wrong route around the trees like there was some thorny really woody undergrowth and you went like you shoved the uh, foosball stick out so it went farther away from the bus you were out that way but like oh fuck that was just like the barrier next to an office building that's like four stories tall and it's too tall for you to jump over but it's really like a really long building now you got like and you just used like 30% of your force field because you had no option. You couldn't go over it. It was too late to come closer to the bus. And now you just got to like disintegrate, like dissolve your way through the building. But that at what cost, right. Brad? At what cost? You used like a 30 year force field in like four seconds. Right. Terrible. Mention, so you got to plan it out. That entire office building. Well, I really care about that. That's not my concern, you know? I'm just trying to survive. As long as you survive, that's all that's important. It's the only reality I know, Brad. I'm on a bike attached to a tube attached to a bus. Right. And you're kind of stuck in this reality for excessive amounts of time every day. I understand. No, no. you're, You're thinking about a different person. You're talking about me on the bus. Right. I'm talking about the man on the bike attached to a tube attached to the bus. You have right. to really put your that's this is what a good actor does like Shia LaBeouf. He right. he pretends gotta, he pretends like he's a different person than he actually is. That's what acting is. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's got the it. difference I got between it straightened now. Being a person, you got it straightened? You straightened it? Good. Difference between being a person and pretending to be somebody else. Acting, as it were. And that's what I was doing. Acting. <laughs> Use the force, Harry Gandalf. (laughs) We know it. Yes, exactly. I know it. You know it. Zorak know it. Yep, we all know it. All right, can we be done with man on a bike attached? We'll put a link. All right, here. Yeah. You talk about something. I'll put a link to the fucking bus man. 
Right. Yeah. Well, we could bus even. Man. Yeah. The bus man probably is a good candidate. The bus bike thing is a good candidate for like the episode image. Oh, so like when. <laughs> All right, I lied. I'm not done. When that first came on, because it didn't take too long until man on a bike attached to, well, he wasn't attached to a tube, but man on a bike, like, weirdly dependent on the velocity of the bus was on the screen. I was like, this is fucked up. And I didn't know how they were doing it at first either. I thought, like, is this, like, CGI? Are they superimposing it are they like rotoscoping all the shit but it really wasn't that it was something much simpler than right. that eventually well, it, it was ingenious how they did it right? oh it was oh no doubt that's yeah that's the genius of it, it they took because of your its simplicity and then made an execution of that concept mm. far more simple than i ever would have thought possible abs i oh I would have spent so much time, effort, like mind draining energy on that. Right. But they Looking didn't up do the that. different the different like tensile strengths of different metals to decide what the tube should be made of. I may have done it practically. I may have killed several people doing it, you know? They would have signed releases, it would have been okay, but it ultimately it was so simple. You know, it's, I'm, so I'm searching abstract the art of design on YouTube, and I can't find that fucking thing. Oh, maybe I should do episode well, one. It's on Netflix. Well, I know. I want to put a little link so people can see what we're talking about. Just though. to that little beginning. Yeah, just yeah. to the little clippy. I don't know if that. Yeah, I don't know if that's clipped on YouTube or not. Yeah, it doesn't look like it yet. Yeah. Well, well, whatever. I'll I'll figure a way to. I'm just I'll screen grab it or something and throw it. Sure up there. you will. Sure you will. Oh, God. So. Man on a bike attached to a tube, attached to a bus, and then they've done... Brad, they're always listening. But it goes listening. to show just how limited the universe is. Like, you or think maybe- it's so vast. <laughs> and any... Like, there's such an unlimited potential of ideas and possibilities. But really, and you know, you think you're the one that thought about having this bike attached to the bus with a tube, and it's 8-bit, and you're on it, and you're jumping around, and you're weaving through obstacles. Yeah, one day you realize, like, that's just, like, yeah. I already didn't realize that because we we had another person comment that, like, holy shit, may have been Gomeo, like, holy shit, I, I used to do the same fucking thing. Yeah. So, you know, it's limited, but I think it's limited because of, I don't know, lack of imagination, man. I think it's kind of beat out of us. By about sixth to ninth grade, I think it's all beat out of us. Like you got to right. do these things to. Do you, you want a job, don't you, Brad? Right, don't exactly. You have a well, job? this guy in this first episode, they profile is like an illustrator, a professional illustrator. So he managed to like not get that beat out of him. So now he can like do things like draw a bike on a bus window, and it's like fucking genius. You're a genius designer.
You know, when you hear about new planets being discovered, which was recently in the news, um, it's been in the news for like the last 10 years or so. Like, I remember when we were growing up, uh, Joss Whedon and I made the space movie. Mm hmm. And the best we could do, because, you know, it's called the space movie, so it better take place in space. And we all know that Earth is not in space. So we needed to find a different, like, round piece of rock with some water on it to live on so we could be in space, you know. Right. So the best we could come up with, like, we did our research, such as it was at the time, and I think we did a pretty goddamn good job in 1993, 4, something like that. It's like, okay, this takes place on Ganymede, the ah, okay. Jupiter's second moon. Yep. Which is still a like a place of interest for NASA, and I think they're sending some probes there. If they've done some flybys, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, cool place. You know, it does have some rock. It's got liquid. Might may even have liquid on its surface. Yeah, it's it's methane at like you know <laughs> approaching absolute zero or some shit. But you know, come on, we were like sixteen, seventeen, pretty good in the early nineties. Yeah, not bad. So we did that. You know, we had some imagination back then before we were, like, consumed by just making a paycheck, drawing a paycheck and just living, 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 living life, living day to day, day to day living. But the thing that always got me was, okay, life can only exist, you know, in the habitable zone on a planet that's like this, that has to have liquid water, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, just because, like, that's on this little agat floating in space. Our little personal agat has these conditions, so therefore we extrapolate to the entire universe, which we have basically no fucking clue about. But life can only exist on a little blue agat like this one. Fucking crazy. Stupid and crazy. Like, on one hand, the the, the universe is homogenous. So we say from, like, red shift, blue shift, all this shit... But also, we don't fucking know anything, Brad. No, it's true. And I would say, um, I would say that most scientists interested in extraterrestrial life or the possibility of such definitely have an open mind. How do you do that? Well, because I think they're definitely, I think they're always quick to qualify anything with it. Just like we don't know shit, like about life. Like, yes, maybe life doesn't need water and these kind of temperatures like it could exist on ganymede with its with its uh liquid methane maybe maybe you know life might need liquid so things can like move around without it it might be hard for these chemicals to kind of like interact or mix different ways but we don't know that's still a very like narrow and earth-centric way to look at things well i think the idea is we know out of all the possible conditions for life we know at least one of them that works all the gin joints and all the universe huh which is earth-like so but, if we can find some of them plus it also gives us some place to like go but listen to what you just said we know one of them that works we only really know one of them yeah 100 percent of the worlds that have life have these these conditions yeah as far as we know but it's an N of one. And I, I mean, I don't want to hear you like, you know, trash talking the scientists because they, they know that. 
They definitely I'm, know that. I'm only trash talking the idea that life needs these certain conditions. Right, right. We don't fucking know that. And I've never well, heard anybody say that. I've heard people say that. Have you? Say that life right. doesn't necessarily need these conditions. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to hear that. I've, I've heard I've heard Neil deGrasse Tyson say that. We'll start at the top, the, maybe the most All right. well-known scientist of today. Well, Brian Cox might argue with you. But anyway, I've listened to his podcast and seen a couple of his shows. And yeah, he probably says that. I'll, I'll give him that. I don't. Yeah. I'm. Who am I to stand in the way of Neil deGrasse Tyson? But his podcast was a little too repetitive for me. Yeah, I never listened to the podcast. I listened to like 10 episodes. It's like, nah, it's like they relied too much on user feedback. Like, let's talk about black holes again. It's like, okay, right? Yeah. I don't know. I never heard him say like, we don't know what life is, though. Like that, that it we needs don't know. water. I've heard him say that exact thing. Where? Do we know? I heard him say that. History well, Channel? you're going to make me sound like a fucking dick. Was it before or after Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard him say this at South by Southwest. You're a fucking dick. I know. <laughs> well, I know. When I was at South by, I saw... Neil deGrasse Tyson was like, life doesn't need water. Maybe they just need liquid methane. They smell like farts. Yeah, that was pretty much exactly it. <laughs> You know, as when I was at Jeffrey Tambor's acting class, uh, Neil deGrasse <laughs> oh, Tyson stopped by, and Jeffrey Tambor farted in Neil deGrasse Tyson's face, and he's like, "Smells like life, dude." So, speaking of space, right? We were watching Arrested Development last night because my daughter, you might know her name's Jules, is ah. on her third go round of that show now. Really? But let's talk about space. Well. Uh, you know, j space does kind of fit the the milieu. The Jeffrey here, Tambor ethos. Talking about Scars Guardians of the Galaxy. The Galaxy. Notice, I did not say yeah. Adidas. Um, now, when I say Adidas, I do not mean Adidas. <laughs> That's a completely different. Adidas is in a completely footwear. different galaxy. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, it's a completely different brand of footwear. Footwear. I don't know. I can't fucking do it. Footwear. Fucking suck. But uh, we laughed at that. I think I laughed at that for over 24 hours straight. I think you did. Uh, I think you that laughed was at a, that. That was, for, a, that was a good laugh. For over 24 hours straight on multiple occasions. Like, <laughs> it would take a, a very small trigger to get you to go on a 24-hour laugh bender again. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh. It's almost as gobsmacking as Homer's 3D <laughs> visualization. <laughs> well, I had, I saw some more gobsmacking 3D. I tried to share it with you. It didn't quite I work out. No, I didn't. I didn't want to make fun of you, but I knew I would. So I'm glad it didn't come through. <laughs> what was but, that uh, anyway? Do you ha have you seen it? Did it disappear into the? Into the ether? Well, my phone died. I was just trying to record it off the TV. Is it a methane-based form of life? No, oh, it was this movie. It was based on an old cartoon show about <laughs> a dog and a bunch of people that, like, I'm solve I'm afraid to mysteries. look at my ass. I think I'm going to have those griddle marks on it like a whopper. 
Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I want you to talk about where you saw it, what it looked like, the gobsmacking 3D that you tried to share with me. Right. It was a movie uh, that my uh, son was watching. It was from 2002. Attack of the Clones. No, it's about... um, Better than that? Well, it was about... I'm trying to... So it's about. Um, Do you like want me to stall? I can four, talk about no, the Ramirez about like family. Four, four people. These four kind of young people that solve mysteries. Hmm. Usually involve ghosts, and they have a dog right. with them. Okay. And I think I'm following you here. The, so they made this movie, and it had a dog, but it was like a CGI dog. I guess right. I'm not sure exactly how they did it. Holy shit, it must have been amazing. Because it was so, like, it looked like a real dog, yet somehow, like, wasn't a real dog. Because it was, like, talking. Hmm. And it would do things. Like, when it would get afraid, it would jump into, like, his friend, the human's, like, arms. Did any of the humans have a way to, like, entice the dog or calm the dog down? Yeah, they had had these snacks. Oh. That would give him. So it's a... Food-motivated animal. Yes. Huh. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I really want to see this now. It sounds yeah, fucking awesome. It's pretty good. Look it up. I'm trying to... I can't Would you say it's, it's better or up. worse than Avatar, effects-wise? Um, effects-wise? Yeah. Well, I might give it more, more credit than Avatar. Wow. Well, I Avatar need to see had this. a lot of effects and was very imaginative. Again, this movie kind of just took place in our world, and yet it had this one kind of element added to it, but it had a more, um, there was more kind of an onus on it to be realistic. Right, right, right. I got you, because we know, like, the surroundings. So if you kind of yeah. fuck it up, we're going to see through that artifice pretty easily. Yeah. So is this a Cujo remake? No, no. Is it Airbud Four? Have they continued Bud, the series? Not Airbud or Air Buddies either. It's um um shit. It was Is called it, uh, Be- Beetlejuice. Uh, Beethoven rolls over six, starring uh, the guy who was in uh, Midnight Run with Robert De Niro. Is it that one? No. Is it, to- it Is Tom was... Hanks in it? Is it Turner and Hooch 6? Turner and Hooch 7. 7, 7. That's the one it was. Yes, it was Turner and Hooch 7. I was right there. I was right there. Tom Hanks Turner isn't in that, 7. though. Isn't it Ryan Reynolds now? Didn't he grab the reins? Right, yeah. He's adorable, though. Come oh, on. Oh, he is. He's like the new Tom Hanks. So they have He's... some, like, gobsmackingly awesome 3D in that movie? Yeah, the way they did the dog, I just don't fully, it really kind of broke my brain. Turner and Hooch 7, Ryan Reynolds, and a CGI dog. Send a link to this, because I can't find it on YouTube, but I'm probably searching the wrong thing. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it and throw it in there. All right, thank you. Um, You know who wasn't in Turner and Hooch 7, though? uh, Gustav, not Gustav, Sam Skarsgård. 
Yes. <laughs> Samuel Christopher Emir Skarsgård. What was he in? He was in, well, I, he was, it's not. Because he's not an actor. He he's a doctor, right? He's a doctor. He's not an actor. However, apparently. That's what the internet rumor play, mill says, though. He, he's a doctor. He did play Little Child in Jim and Piraterna Blom. Now, is that just because, like, Stellan knew that he could get his five-year-old kid to be naked in a movie? I don't know about the nudity, but well, apparently, I he... Apparently, like, Stellan Skarsgård didn't wear pants for, like, the first 14 years of... Or underpants for the first 14 years of his kids' lives. I don't know if that was Alexander or Gustav, but he was just free-balling, you know? Stellan was. Yeah, Stalin was. All right. Like, it's a so different, it's he a different had culture. He Alex around, but he was just like, I'm going to free ball it. He had Alex and Gustav and possibly Bill, maybe Sam. Right. Just swinging around. Like, when I go to the gym and for some godforsaken reason, like, the like there's dudes just, like, swinging around. Not like I go to my locker, I open the door. I'm very discreetly sitting on the bench. I'm going to put my underwear on, and I have to be naked for a couple seconds. No, like walking to the sink, putting your leg up on the sink, shaving your fucking balls, like looking at yourself, swinging over to the showers, like walking around, bending over, like just swinging around for like ever, standing in front of the mirrors, just like out, just free balling, free dicking out there. Does this happen to you? Is this Does normal? Does the male form make you uncomfortable? Vagina? I mean, yeah, yeah that kind of you know what, Brad? Those experiences. It does make as... me uncomfortable. Yes, when you're swinging around all like just like the, shoving a, it in yeah. people's faces. I mean, it's a cultural. Sucks. It's a cultural thing. Uh, what culture? <laughs> Dick I mean, I culture. Think that, I think there's different cultures that have different levels of uncomfortableness and I'm trying to figure out what culture you're referring to because I can't for the life of me break down like well like you just said what, that Stalin was freeballing it there for 14 okay that's years. Swedish I don't know if these people are there uh, some of them are clearly not Swedish some right, of them right. might be some of them are like I I can't well, break down these cultural are they, lines are a lot of these people very old like elderly No 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 there's I can't, that's what I'm saying I can't break it down by age by like what country you're from nationality uh anything like what the fuck it's just randomly just some people are just swinging around like cocks of the block which I get it you have to be naked you got to go to the shower Sometimes maybe you walk to your locker and then you got a towel and you put your on. But some people are just swinging around like forever. Like they're it's like crazy. moving their hips in such a way that their penis starts making like a 360 degree. Okay. When they're walking, the when they're walking because they've gotten out of the shower, they didn't bother to bring a towel. Now they're just swinging around, walking from the shower, like, you know, 40 feet over to their locker. Now they're going to stand there. They're going to put their foot up on the bench where people sit. No clothes on yet. Like, oh, now maybe there's a towel. I'll kind of rub it around through my 
ass crack, throw that on the thing. Um, I'll just sit there for a little while, realize, oh, now I'm going to walk 20 feet over there in front of the mirrors, look at myself. Maybe I'll shave while I sit here with my penis dangling everywhere. It's like, what the fuck, dude? You know, well, they, you had they ample time. opportunity to put your fucking towel on or some boxers. Like they gotta, the they fuck? gotta air dry there before you. No, they don't cover it up. They don't have to do that. <laughs> they could put some fucking boxers on. I mean, or it a was, towel. It's the, it's, it's the ultimate in in physical comfort, while it's the ultimate in psychological torture. Putting a towel on is not creating a vacuum. <laughs> Around your scrotus. There's still air. Yeah, it's not the same, though. How would you know? Are you one of those people? Well, I'm Do you go not swinging around people. free dicking in the locker room? No, I'm not one of those people. I mean, maybe I, maybe in some way I wish I could, at least for a brief moment, understand the freedom that they enjoy. But I'm not one of those people. But in the privacy of my own Oh, for sure. Yes, of course. I'm going to get out of the shower. I'm going to kind of towel off a little bit. And then I'm going to like just hang out for a couple minutes. My daughter was not here the other weekend on a Saturday morning. She wasn't coming back for a while. And it was like, holy fuck, I forgot what it was like to just be able to walk out of the shower and go and get a glass of water and not put fucking underwear or pants on. Hallelujah. Amen. Because it's been like, yeah, Jesus, like 14. Well, that's not true. Like uh, 12 and a half years, because really the first year or two doesn't really matter. But then because of our chaste society, you got to like put your pants on once your kids grow up. But apparently Stellan was suffering under no such delusions. Right. He was just swinging around on one hand. Good for him. And also fucking disgusting yo put some pants on man crazy i don't know i don't know no. we're all born into this world naked i, mean, I think we're, we're we're crippled by this like psychic stew that tells us it's disgusting i mean i I'm agree not disagreeing but... with you that it's disgusting but i'm, I'm not disagreeing that with I've you been, either i've been a... mentally disfigured by our society i couldn't agree more with you but it's still a fact like that is what we are but that's like that's my confusion because i can't figure out like now a friend of ours I won't name any names i guess grew up and and they're i'm just using the plural pronoun their parents were nudists okay for their whole life i guess or most of their life so i think that may have been a very swedish upbringing right and that happened in this country yeah. You know, within miles of where you and I grew up, but a completely different lifestyle. Yeah. All I'm and saying is, like, I get that I'm the conservative, like, the ultra conservative one. But it's one thing to, like, okay, you come out of the shower, you walk to your locker, you put some boxers on. It's another thing to go strutting it around with your penis swinging everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems to be taking it to a level where it's, like, like 95% of the other people in here aren't doing this. So I'm doing it deliberately to, like, what? What is it? I'm okay being naked. I want you to look at my penis. Like, what is it? Maybe they just want to, you know, carry the flag. You know, it has to start somewhere if we're going to reclaim our our bodies. Is flag a euphemism, Brad? It wasn't meant to be, but sure. I think maybe it was. uh... How do you now? 
Sam Skarsgård is a doctor. He probably sees yes. lots of penises. Um, could be, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a doctor, I know my dentist is always like, can you slide your shorts down, please? I'm like, no, the, the toothache's up here, man. <laughs> and she's right. like, I get it. Can you please slide your shorts down? I'm like, all right, I guess. And that seems normal, but not in a gin locker room. That seems weird. Yeah, I guess I can kind of see what you're, yeah. All right, what else we know about Sam Skarsgård? Nothing. Well, that's it. He's, 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 we don't know him. He's a doctor. He was he's in a, a movie when he was five. Yeah, he was, uh, IMDb lists him as, you know, miscellaneous crew on a couple other productions. I think so, mostly, you know, mostly he helping out. grew up out with his family in the biz, yeah. In the biz, mostly helping out his 10 scars hot older brother as like a production assistant or something. It's like, you're yep. Eric on True Blood. Do you really have to have, like, enlist your younger brother who has no interest in the business to be a production assistant on your independent film? Can't you get HBO to pay for that, you fuck? <laughs> you know, maybe it was just a... Uh... Passion project? <laughs> Don't say it. Yeah. The well, only no. other thing I know about Sam Skarsgård is there's a very awkward family portrait where Alexander has taken his shirt off. All the siblings are there and possibly right. some grandkids. And Alexander has taken upon himself to show off his muscles. Must be like mid-true blood. So he's very proud of himself, and he's not smiling, so he doesn't look like a, you know, frontal tooth weirdo. Yes. And he's, like, standing on the couch with his crotch in what I'm going to say is Sam's head. He's basically crotch-hugging Sam's head. And then, snap, there's our family portrait. He's, Sam's nice. kind of leaning it's his a- head away like, okay, dude, you have been in Hollywood too long, and now you're that guy. Basically, it's, it's a nice template for a family photo. I might do that <laughs> next Christmas. Actually, you gotta round up some more people. You don't have well, enough. With people. the extended family, I'll get. Oh, okay. You know, my parents, my brother and his family, my family Who? together. I can only assume you're but gonna like be, to be Alexander. Yeah, exactly. I like to be okay. the center. I'll be up there with my uh, shirt off. Hell yeah! I'll do the same. We'll have right. uh, dueling family photos. Next time there's a gathering. Fortunately, my family doesn't hang out with me too much anymore, so <laughs> I think I well, took my shirt just, off this, one this too many just, times. Well, this could just seal the deal, is what I was thinking. Get him out. Just go away. We'll be good never talking again. All right, so there you go. Sam Skarsgård, ladies and gentlemen, please give us a review on iTunes. Hey, somebody gave us a rating on iTunes this week. Thank nice. you. That was great. But, you know... Can't you go and write a couple of words? Just like, I like this podcast, so it counts as a review, too. I mean, you know, is that too much to ask? Oh, shit, Brad. If if this is like shameless pimping the shit time, which I guess it sure. is. Let's now that we're it. at the end we're where gonna, nobody's listening well, except for, like, Kelly Baraki and Gomio. Um, Romansplaining. Oh, yeah. Shit, gotta, dog. Gotta, yeah, pimp that shit. I don't want to pimp it. Well, you, you gotta pimp, pimp it. it a little bit. You but pimp you, well, it. I mean, I'll 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 give the accolades, which is yes. There's a new. I have a new favorite podcast. What is Roman, it? <laughs> Romansplaining. That was very flattering when you said that. That's why it, co- it means more. I mean, even though I precipitated this, but fuck it. Yeah, it means no, more no, coming you're from right. you. We wanna 
check this out. There's a new podcast on the block with uh, with Adam and Adam's wife. You may know her. Her name is Leslie. That's right. And Leslie is explaining romance through the guise of romance novels to Adam. I'm learning and it's so really, much. You are learning. You know, and I'm learning a lot, too. Um, Leslie is a good teacher. Um, you know, I kind of feel like in some ways I'm on this journey with you. Like I'm, you know, yeah. you know, I, I just kind of, you know, it's just really pleasant and entertaining to watch another human being grow the way you are growing, Adam. That's right. And we've always episodes. We've always been good with the ladies, but like I'm learning that maybe I could be even better. So, Room yeah. To grow. Room so, to grow. yeah. So, if uh, I think this is, you know, f- this is a f- podcast is fun for for uh all genders. All genders check it, and check it out. It's very much in the spirit of Gutterballs, at least the inception of Gutterballs. Um Gutterballs being a podcast that examined a movie minute by minute. Romance Blaining is examining a book chapter by chapter. So, in each chapter, I learn something. My wife, you might know her name's Leslie, explains one chapter of the book to me. And it's very romantic. There's some bodice ripping. Let's not beat around the proverbial bush. There's some bodice ripping. So how do people find this podcast? Well, just search Romansplaining on iTunes or, as they say, wherever you get your podcasts. Stitcher. How do you, feed I burner. Mean, Is that a thing? How do you how do you how do you spell romansplaining? R O, mansplaining, and then mansplaining. That's it. Ro like the the popular term for when a man. Yeah, here's the thing about that title. It's like something. I had some ideas about that title, and I was like, all right, this is a podcast where the wife is gonna like talk about shit. But here's the thing: we need it to have a catchy title. That's mm-hmm. going to draw people in, right? You can't just sit there and talk to me about shit. So I'm going to tell you what this title is going to be. And then I was like, I got it. But I didn't really have an idea. And then Leslie was like, it's called Romance Planning. No, I think it's a good title. <laughs> I think it's a But it's just title. when you hear it and not see it, I think it takes a second to realize like what that might be. So I just wanted well, to make sure anyone out there that wants to listen to this, because right. I highly recommend it, they know how to find it. Right. And, you know, I welcome suggestions on how to because sometimes we have a hyphen there. Row hyphen mansplaining. It is because it could look like Roman splaining. That's not good. I think like row hyphen mansplaining if you're going to like describe how to pronounce it. But it's really just R-O-M-A-N-S-P-L-A-I-N-I-N-G. Romansplaining. Like this could a podcast. You could alternate. And maybe eventually, just like with Gutterballs, when you get done with going through the various romance novels, you can just change to have the podcast just be around, uh, you know, talking about uh, the Roman Empire and That's having true. that and having that explained. That's true. You could find like a really nice, really thick textbook on that and go start going through it page by page. Yeah, a fella on. I mean, I don't know if people know about this, but there's an entire subculture based around the idea of examining movies minute by minute. I think we had mentioned this on a previous episode, but I'm not sure that the extent, like how pervasive this was. 
Yeah, it's really been. taken off. I mean, like, it's everywhere. I think there's upwards of 60 podcasts now that examine movies minute by minute. So we've really started some shit. I think uh, Star Wars Minute Fellas, like, brought it into the mainstream, so yeah. to speak. But um, so what I was going to say is uh, I did post this on there because it's very much in the spirit of a minute by minute movie podcast, a chapter by chapter book podcast. And uh, what's his name? Somebody commented. Oh, Gary Roby Jr. said, that's fun. There's tons of Harry Potter by the chapter. I think it's cool that more books are being covered that way. All right. Yeah. Good culture. Um, if you search, basically, if you search, well, you don't have to search, just go to moviesbyminute.com and you can see like yeah, a small portion, not all of them. It's it's a small portion. Right. If you're on the inside, like there's more than twice that many that are either out there in the wild or in various stages of pre-production because sometimes they announce them eight months out. Right. But anyway, if you like hearing about movies, you got a favorite movie and you want to hear people talk about it for a little while, not an hour and a half for sure, but, you know, check it out. You might find something you like. It's no Eric Skarsgård. That's not really Eric Skarsgård, is it? Eric. Just Alexander. Eric. Did he have a last name? Or Sam. Yeah. Oh, in, oh, in the show, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did. He did. Eric. Northman. Northman. Northman, yeah. Winter is coming. I mean, coming. now those, 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 that show is pretty steamy. I don't know if the books were. You could maybe almost cover one of them in uh, a future well, endeavor of romance planning, maybe. Well, kind of like real life, um, apparently one of the chapters we just covered, ah, the main characters had sex, but I didn't realize it. <laughs> so kind of like real life sometimes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> nice. You know, it's like, oh, did, yeah, 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 we did. Yep. That was, was it good for you too? <laughs> All right. I, I think that's probably good. Okay.